So today is all about forgiveness. Y'all know we kind of been on like a a restart, starting off the top of the year Mm -hmm. with just like getting the old stuff out, bringing the new in. So why not talk about forgiveness? It's so necessary. (laughs) I feel like too, when we talk about forgiveness, I mean... It's a, it's a fresh start for you. It's a fresh start for someone else to just yes. let go of wrongs. Like that's how that's what I look at forgiveness as. Like mm-hmm. in the most simplest terms, it's like just letting go of the wrongs. Something that someone did to you, said to you, you're freeing them and you're freeing yourself. It I don't think so people good. understand. <laughs> like I think a lot of times people don't forgive because they're like, I'm gonna hold this grudge against you and make Ooh. you pay for it, but. We're really the ones that pay that for pay it. For, yeah. It so, really affects us. People say all the time forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you. It is. And it's so true because I remember somebody said to me years and years ago that like they're walking around living their life mm-hmm. and you're the one that's mad. You're the one Still losing mad. sleep at night. You're the one that's suffering. So it's mm-hmm. like, why am it? That just clicked for me. Like, why am I walking yeah. around angry? Right. Because a lot of times those people have moved on. And even if they didn't move on, you guys are both suffering. It's like, why suffer when you can just... You don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to. Because you can't control to. them. No. You can only control yourself. Exactly. And, and I mean, we'll get more into it later on in the episode. But I feel like there's going to be times where you probably can't even seek that forgiveness out. Or, you know, you can't let that other person know that you forgive them for whatever reason. I'm sure yeah. it's maybe... And it's like... Are you going to stay like that forever? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if the door is closed for you to be able to reach out to that person um, or that person to reach out to you, do you really want to carry that baggage forever? Ugh. For me, I can forgive pretty easily. Like, I just, I have a big heart mm-hmm. and I think I can forgive very easily. That's good. It's good, but I have, I have also experienced um, I don't want to say unforgiveness, but taking a long time to mm-hmm. actually go through the act of forgiveness. It's like, I've had times where I'm like, like initially I know I want to forgive that person. I'm like, I forgive them, but I didn't do the work that, cause for, for me, Ooh. forgiveness is a process. I didn't do the work. So it's like, oh yeah, I forgive them. And then something triggers me and I'm like, yeah. this person's a blank, blank, not, not cussing, <laughs> but like they're stupid. They're this, I can't believe this. And, and all, all those emotions. Yes, they will love it. And I think it's okay to still experience some emotion, but like when it's affecting you to the point where like you feel like you were you're there yeah. in that moment. I've experienced that before and um being able to see both spectrums of forgiveness and then unforgiveness or taking a long time to actually go through the process. Mm-hmm. It's like I I see the difference in just how I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel so much more lighter, so much more free, so much more happier Mm. when I've chose to let go and say, you know what, you wronged me, but I'm not going to hold that against you because taking it back to me, I know I've done and said things that's hurt people. Whether if I meant to or not, I know I have. And it's like, how, how would I feel if I knew like people were just Un- mm-hmm. unforgiving to me holding grudges to me and hating yeah, me it's like something you did a long time ago yes. or you may not even be that person anymore exactly yeah I can only imagine because I mean I've been there in situations where I needed I wanted forgiveness from people and yeah. I don't know it's kind of like do you reach out mm-hmm. even if it's an older situation and you want forgiveness from someone and you know you've grown and changed from that like have you ever thought about that like oh, yeah. reaching out to somebody oh, yes definitely yeah and I think because like and I think we should definitely do an episode on this I am an empath Mm -hmm. like I just feel emotions on such a different level 
And because of that, one of the things is, like, I overthink on things, especially situations where I'm like, did I hurt someone or this person hurt me? Just those just resonate with me for some reason. It's just part of my makeup, my genetic makeup. Um, and there are definitely times where I'm like, man, I should, I wonder if I should. I wonder if I should reach out. And and even to the extent of if I've already said sorry, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like that person hasn't forgiven me or that person never responded, so I don't know where I stand. And then I think to myself, well, I know I've already said sorry. I know I've already asked for yeah. forgiveness, but do I do it again? Um, like, you know, mm. I, I've gone back and forth and like, is there, is there a time where you just stop? Which, I mean, I'll answer that later on <laughs> for myself. I'll answer that later on in the episode. But like, is there a time that you stop? Is there, is there situations where you're like, and I feel like there's situations where you should not, like, I, I don't want to say you should not, but it's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to say you should not. I feel like you should do what you feel like mm-hmm. you're supposed to do but I don't think there's a standard that you should reach out to someone if it's been 50 years and True. like I don't think it's a standard because I also know that situations are different for everyone and I don't know what that looks like for someone so I don't want to say you need to do this but I would say if you are holding a grudge to someone mm-hmm. I think that you should reevaluate that and definitely yeah. forgive that person. But to go out... Because that's in your control. It's in your control, yeah. Because you don't know what you do when you go to someone else. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you go to them and ask them for forgiveness for something that happened, I said 50 years, but let's just say 10 years, um, what that might bring up in them and what kind of strife and what kind of... And I'm again, I'm not going against that because I definitely struggle with wanting to reach out to certain people and say, right. forgive me. I say go with that, but definitely make sure that you're forgiving other people. Absolutely. I agree. And I think that what came up while you were explaining that for me is like, if you've already apologized to someone Mm -hmm. and you know it was genuine and Mm -hmm. you know you were sincere in that apology and you still feel the need to apologize, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's more so now you need to forgive yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like now it's still, yeah. you still feel wrong. You still like, you can't so take the true. action or whatever was said or whatever, whatever was done yeah. that offended that person. Yeah. And you were genuinely apologetic. They may forgive you. They may not. But if it's still, you still feel like you need to do more. You need to do more. I think at that point, it's like, I got to forgive myself. Like it's nothing mm-hmm. else I can do because sometimes say that person chose not to forgive you. Yeah. There's literally nothing on the planet you can do. You nothing. could transform into Jesus yeah. and they would still <laughs> find a way to hate you because yeah. that's just how some people are it, it just makes them feel good to make you a horrible person yeah. or to you know harp on the one mistake you made yeah. you know if you've been and, and you've been a good person yeah. so um yeah I think that it just has to do with forgiving yourself and mm-hmm. I have an example me once again putting my business out there like mm-hmm. I always do but I have an example super embarrassing story but um when I was in middle school there was a girl that came there okay. and me and my best friend like the the girl basically like kind of attached herself to me and my best friend okay. And we just did something kind of mean to her. Okay. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was mean. I didn't realize it was that mean. Um we actually, I ain't going to go into it, but okay. I don't think it was necessarily that mean, okay. but it was still hurtful to her. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? We didn't have bad intentions, but I can understand how it was hurtful to her. So I'll okay. put it like that. Um, so many, many years later, we're adults now. Um, she has a YouTube channel oh, and, okay. you know, she's beautiful, super successful, everything. 
And she brought it up one time on her YouTube channel. She was talking about, you know, being bullied or girls being mean to her and how it impacted her and stuff. And I was like, dang, like that really took a toll on her, which I can understand. Like if you're the new person at a school and you have no other friends and the only two friends you do have kind of do something hurtful towards you, then that will really make you feel isolated and alone. And, but since then, like, we get along great. Like, we comment on each other's stuff. Like, we, you know... We, I don't feel like there's any she she's healed from those things yes, right but forever I just was like do I like do I like inbox her and be like hey you know I was young and stupid and insecure mm-hmm. and you know I apologize like is it necessary do I let it go do I even bother her life with this I honestly I think and that's why I said I think it's situational because in that I mean you said so many things I'm like I wish I had no packs I want to say this, 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 this. <laughs> but um the reason why I'm saying situation because if you heard her, and again, it's probably just me, but if I would have heard someone speaking on something and I know that was me, like, oh, they're speaking on a, on a situation that I was a part of that caused that pain, and I never formally reached out to them and said, I'm sorry that I did this. Knowing me, I probably would have reached out and been like, hey, I listened to your YouTube and I heard this, mm. and like, it made me think of this time that, you know, whatever happened, and I just apologize. I, you know, I was a different person. I'm a different person now than I was then. It was wrong. That's just me. Because I think... I, that makes sense. I would just think about it over and over and over again and be like, I can't believe I hurt someone and they're still hurting. Yeah. Like, I don't want anyone to hurt because of me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... That is that, that 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 see. I wish I would have. I don't even know if me and you as friends when I seen that video because uh-huh. it was so long ago. But that would have been a good way because yeah. I was just like, oh my god, how weird is it that I'm gonna reach out to her from something that happened when we was like fourteen? But you also <laughs> said that you two are have been in contact. Yeah, we've to been a in degree. contact, and she was speaking on it as some of the things that she's overcome. Okay, to get okay. to the confident woman that she is yes. today. And you, you made a point in that um, story uh, talking about, you know, she's healed. And mm-hmm. I think that's also a big thing that goes along with forgiveness. It's hard to heal if you don't forgive. Mm. Like, it for me, so I can speak for myself. Yeah, it makes <laughs> for sense. me, it's hard for me to heal if I'm not forgiving the person and myself mm-hmm. that, you know, caused this pain. Mm-hmm. Um, because there is still a part of me that's uh, hurting, that's holding on to that pain instead of letting go. And like I said earlier, I think it's a process. I don't think that you just arrive and say, I've forgiven you and it's it's completely gone. Right. It's like I completely forget. It's like, I, like the term of like, uh, was it forgive and forget it? Like, yeah. n- no. It's not a thing. <laughs> that, it's not a thing. You can't. You can't. <laughs> like, if I could learn to forget, Woo. <laughs> Jesus, there's sometimes Where's where I pill? pray to God, like, <laughs> God, can you just, in this area, can you just give me amnesia? Like, can you literally <laughs> take this completely from my memory? Because I don't want any remnants of it. <laughs> but it's, you can't do it. So I feel like it's a process, but I know for me, if I don't make it up in my mind that I need to be forgiven, like I need to forgive myself mm-hmm. or I need to let that other person go from the wrong that they did, I, I just will I will be stagnant in my healing process. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how many times I tell myself, yeah, I feel good. Yeah, because I can mask so things too. I can mask things and 
um, get my mind distracted from that. And mm-hmm. I can distract my mind for quite a bit of time. And then it's usually, I think I've said this before in, in other episodes, but it's usually in the times when you're in your quiet place mm-hmm. and you're alone, whether that's bed, in the bed, or in the car by yourself, or in the shower, and then something in your mind's like, boop, and it's like, where did that come from? Like, Ugh. I thought it was gone. The and worst. then, like we were talking about earlier, all the emotions come through and you're like, ah, yeah, I didn't deal with that. I yeah, that I, I that I've experienced that as well. Like, I feel like, like you said, with healing, it is necessary. But I think that for me, okay, I'm trying to figure out how to word it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know, okay, so I'll just say I have some situations currently where I have not forgiven people. Okay, okay. But I feel like I've learned to live with the unforgiveness to an okay. extent because if those people aren't in my life, I'm totally fine. Mm-hmm. But if somebody says their name, I see them on social like media, trigger. I'm triggered, okay. you know, but I'm like, is the, the thought of even forgiving them, I'm just like, hmm. um, I have, I didn't know this. yeah, 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 wow. yeah. So I'll give, I'll talk about one of the situations. Um, okay. I know someone who shot at one of my very close family members. Okay. He went to prison for several years yeah. and he just recently got out. Okay. And I'm just like, don't even ask me to forgive that man. Like, don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I actually had to see him in person recently, too. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And I was filled with anger, yeah. like, the entire time. And I was like, dude, I don't want this man having this type of control over mm-hmm. me. But I never thought about it because mm-hmm. I never had to see him. You never had to see him. And whenever his name came up, it was just like, I'm never letting that go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... How do you forgive things like that? Like, how do you forgive the unforgivable? And if you can't forgive it, how do you live with it? So, uh, I'm playing devil's advocate because <laughs> I get it. Literally. I, I, I for sure. I for <laughs> sure get it. I, yeah. I, I understand that. There are some things that are very difficult to forgive. Yeah. There's definitely things that are just like, it's, it's struggle because we're human. And we have emotions. And we have pride. And we have, we just... We are so multifaceted, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I believe God created us perfectly in that way. And it's how we choose to operate in those emotions is what really matters in mm-hmm. that. Not the emotion itself, it's how we operate in it. And there are definitely th- going to be things that are hard and that are not going to be forgiven overnight. And there's going to be things yeah. that I believe are going, like I said, it's a process. And some things are going to take a long time to forgive. And some things you have to actively live in forgiveness. Like there are, there is a person who, like I've said, I've, I've went through the process of forgiving them and letting them go because I know I need to, I need that for myself. I need to let what they did go so that I can heal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also know that I have to actively choose, whether if it's daily or weekly, mm-hmm. to say, remind myself, I forgave them. You know, because those mm. emotions and those thoughts and those triggers of what that person did or what that person said or how they made you feel will pop up. They will. For the rest of your life. I feel like they will. Mm-hmm. Even when you really do forgive someone, there's going to be something that's like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Like, that takes me back to that place. But that's when you have to say, I am not going to let that control me. I am, go- and, and I'm not saying this, this is easier said than done. You know, I'm not trying to downplay it as something that's just going to be super easy. Mm-hmm. But for, for me, how I look at it is I have to actively choose, oh, yeah, that hurt me, but I forgave them. And, mm. and take my mind off of that. Uh, again, because I just know how it affects me. I just mm. know how my emotional and mental state is 
when I hold grudges against people. So, you know, you said, how do you forgive the unforgivable? Like, in my mind, and I get that, in my mind, I'm like, but technically, there is nothing that's unforgivable. I know, I was thinking that too. Like, what <laughs> technically, is... like, if we're being very technical, you know, and again, I'm not trying to downplay the hurts that people have caused, because there are some horrific horrific things that people have gone through mm-hmm. that I even hear the stories and I'm like, my God, that person's going to burn in hell. And I, and that's not me wanting them to, but I'm like, my God, how could anyone do something like that? Yeah. So I understand those situations. But if I want to put my faith in it and lead off of that, then I would say, well, God sent Christ here to die for everyone's all sins, sins yeah. all sins he didn't die for just the liars he didn't die for just the thieves he didn't die for just whatever he died for the murderers the rapists he died for whatever whatever sin or whatever wrong you could possibly think of in your mind because mm. for me i know when i think of a certain sin i'm like that's the worst thing anyone could ever do but i know that jesus died for that and I know that if if Jesus, who is perfect, so perfect without sin, can be sent down here to live amongst us people who are so unworthy, who are so crazy, and to literally live here for over 30 years and then die a very long and horrible death because he loved us and he so said much. you deserve it. No matter, I knew what you were going to do millions of years from now. I'm still covering it. Mm-hmm. Like if I know that he can do that, even though I'm nowhere near Christ, but I want to be like him as much as I can. Yeah, I was about as to say, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not Jesus now. Because <laughs> that was a <laughs> whole lot of part. love, like you said, it to is. love rapists and murderers and everything, you know, and... It's hard, but you know, like you said, he does call us to love. Mm-hmm. You know, he calls us to forgive. How many times should should yeah. we forgive? Seventy seven time, times, yeah. seventy seven. Yeah. And you know, it's just those situations it's where hard. you know it just it just takes time. It's a different process for everybody. Time. Yeah, and and again, we're not we're not God. We're not Christ. We're not perfect. We're not perfect. We're not far from it. <laughs> but in my mind, it's like I want to be so much like him, and and then I have to also take it back to myself because, like I said earlier, I know there's things that I've done that I've messed up, and I've hurt people, and mm-hmm. it's like God forgave me for that, mm-hmm. and because He forgave me for that, I need to forgive myself for that. Yeah. Um, I know that I struggled for a long time, and even still do get those moments from time to time, but I struggle a lot with not forgiving myself Mm -hmm. like I am really hard really hard on myself and I've gotten better since I've went through therapy and have learned techniques um to to just change my mindset and work through that but um I, I have to remind myself if God's forgiven me it's covered now I'm the one keeping myself in jail because I'm the one that's holding on to the guilt I'm the one that's holding on to the shame and God was like I already wiped that you you Mm -hmm. came to me you confessed. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's clear. Let it go. And and I'm is, like, why and do I'm we like, hold no, it? But I can't. But I can't. But I was wrong. But I was wrong. And it's like you were wrong. But you're also human. And I think that we have to remember mm-hmm. that we are literally all human beings. Yeah. Who all have. And I'm not justifying things, but mm-hmm. 
we all have downfalls. Mm -hmm. We all make mistakes. We all have things in our life that cause us to do things. Like situations that might weaken us or maybe Mm -hmm. something has happened to you in your past, some sort of trauma, and it's caused you to now act a certain way or talk a certain way, which will hurt people. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I just tried like knowing just knowing me and knowing my own faults i try to be as empathetic as i can to others and i'm not perfect in it like i said there are times where i'm like i don't want to forgive that person i don't want to never see that person i don't want to know nothing about that person at all but then i have to say okay even if that's the case because i also believe forgiveness doesn't mean like i'm opening the door back up to you right 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 like and i think sometimes people think like oh if i forgive them like i'm weak and i'm letting them back and it's like no you can literally forgive someone and never see them yeah never talk to them again Mm -hmm. have no type of contact with them but at least you know like and again this is for me at least i know okay i freed that yeah i freed that in me i freed that that bondage in me that's like Mm-hmm. holding on to the situation that this person caused when, like you were saying earlier, they might be living their own life now, yep. doing their own thing. Yep, and it's, it, it really is about doing the work because the benefit of it is that you yeah. don't see them and now you're angry, you're uncomfortable, you want to leave, yeah. you don't want to be there anymore, you don't want to, you want to avoid them at all costs. Like, now you can live your life. If you mm-hmm. see them at the grocery store, you can just continue shopping, do what you got to do, whatever, you know what I mean? It's not going to send you into a pen attack or something crazy you know because you're in the room with this person like we have to let things go like we cannot allow people to dictate our whole mood our whole Mm -hmm. attitude like you just in a room at a party or something at a celebration whatever and you just ticked completely off because of that's crazy to me too because somebody's there (laughs) and i'm not trying to like talk about anyone because i'm sure there are there i'm sure there's there would probably be a situation that i could find myself feeling uncomfortable if I seen someone mm-hmm. um, that I had an issue with or whatever. Um, but it's amazing how you could you could be living your life, you know, maybe that situation happened years ago, and you could be living your own life, and all of a sudden you see them, and it's just like everything, like your whole day's ruined now. Yeah. And it's like, but that's why I'm like, I. that's why I want to forgive as much as right, I can. Yeah. Because I don't want something to have that much control over me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be happy. And then, because I've had times where, <laughs> I've had times where I was in the stage of trying to heal and forgive. And I would hear a name that is the <laughs> same name of the person that I am upset with. And I hear like someone, a character on a show. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to watch this show no more. How dare they name that person I've been there before, too. (laughs) But I'm like, I was enjoying the show. I was literally enjoying this show, having a good old time, and all of a sudden they said this person's name, and now I hate this character. I don't even like this character. I don't want to watch this no more. And it's like, that's, but in my mind, it doesn't make sense. Like, why would I allow that to have that much control over me because someone did something to me? It's crazy. It is. And, and that's how I felt when I just had to see that person. Like, yeah, yeah. I was just irritated. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to ask also, can you forgive someone who has, I guess, the, the behavior is ongoing? That you, Like, mm-hmm. this is a person okay. that has to like, be in your and life. And they keep on doing And they something. don't improve the way they're acting. Yeah, they're still doing it. Can you forgive that? I so I think... And again, when I say these things, I don't want people to be like, oh, she's making it sound like it's so easy. It's not easy. I think you can forgive, and I think that we should 
always constantly forgive. Mm -hmm. But what I would say is if that person's in my life and they are consistently doing something that is hurting me or making me feel some type of way into where I have to forgive them for it, then I feel like I need to make a separation Mm -hmm. or I need to sit with that person and say, listen, this is what this is. Mm. You cannot, like if we're, if, 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 whatever it is, if you're family, if you're whoever and you're in my life, if you keep talking to me like this, if you keep doing this to me, if you keep treating me like this, if you keep making me feel like this, I'm telling you right now, I have gone through this with you more than enough times. I have explained this to you more than enough times. It is hurting me. And if you don't see that and if you don't care about that, and you're not making changes to that, like, I don't know if this is going to work for us being in each other's yeah. lives. Like, and, and I've been there. Mm-hmm. I, and it took me a long time. It <laughs> took me a an ungodly amount of time. <laughs> Seriously. Like, when I look back and think back of certain things, I'm like, my God, what were you thinking? <laughs> like, if one of my friends came and told me this story, I would have been like, girl, leave that person alone. Like, what are you talking about? And that's how I feel when I look back at my own situation where I allowed someone to get so many passes and making justification, 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 or or this person's in my life and I care for them or I love them. or And it's like, if you cared and loved for me, then you would not continually do something that's hurting me that I have told you it's hurt me i'm not talking about unspoken things that's like i never knew that and some people do that they're like this hurt me and this and it's like why didn't you ever tell me this exactly i would have fixed it or i would at least try to fix it in the beginning i'm talking about the things that i have come to you and said Mm -hmm. i can't do this yeah i can't do this i can't deal with this situation and you didn't even change it and if you're not yeah and if you're not and if you're not trying to change now i'm not saying change is an overnight thing like some things and and depending on the situation, it might take a while. Mm-hmm. They may have to unlearn a lot of things from childhood. They might have to unlearn how that last person treated them. Um, there's going to be a lot of deprogramming if it's something that's deeply rooted in them, mm-hmm. but you will see them making the efforts to change. You will. If they're not making the efforts to change, then what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you putting yourself Get in this position? Get them gone. Get them gone. I don't, and I don't care who they are. Like, I'm not trying to say, like, just let go of everyone in your life. But I think sometimes we just say, this person's, this is my kid. This is my yeah. parent. This is my spouse. And unfortunately, I don't want to see those situations. I want I want everyone to be restored. I want, but if they refuse. But if they refuse. To treat you better. I actually had someone who I talked to, and I, and I won't go into details, but... Um, she was an a older woman. She's older than me. Not old, but she's older than me. And um, she has a daughter um, who's probably like 20s or so. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but she's always mean to me. She's always nasty to me. Ugh. She always says this stuff. And I'm always telling her how she's making me feel. And I'm constantly. And she's done this for years and years and years and years. And I'm like, you know, I get that that's your kid. Mm-hmm. And you love them. But you need to create distance. If you have told her. That the way she's talking to you and treating you um, and talking about you to others is disrespecting you and hurting you and making you cry. She does not need to be in your life until she fix herself. And if she really wants to be in your life, she will do everything she can to fix herself. Even if that means you guys have to go four months, ten months, two years, five years without each other, you know, being in each other's life and having contact. 
so they can so she can work on herself mm-hmm. i think that people need that and i yeah. think that's okay that's hard too it's as hard a parent it's to hard. separate yourself from your child because i always think about my kids and i when i see um parent child relationships where they're not that close or they don't mm-hmm. speak or i'm like i cannot imagine a single thing in this world yeah. that my child could say or do that would make me not have a relationship with them. Like, I already, I told my husband, like, so if the kids go to college in, like, Georgia, you you think we could move to Georgia? Or, like, if they go to school in Cali, would you want to He's like, well, what if they're all in different colleges all I know. across the road? We're going to move like, every we year. we got to figure this out. We got to be by coastal or something. Because, like, I never want to be, ever want to be away from yeah. my kids. Like, yeah. and it's just, like, the scary thought to think that, like, we could grow apart one day. Yeah, like, I mean, because ugh. we we literally, again, going back to we're multifaceted. Mm-hmm. We change. Mm-hmm. We And we can change. It doesn't have to take years for us to change. We can change drastically in three months, in six months. It's all about your mindset and where yeah. you're trying to go. So we think about our kids and how they're so innocent and they're so sweet. And you, you know, hopefully most people, you know, you have that connection with them, those bonds with them. And you, and you think like that. Like, mm-hmm. I think that with my son. He is a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. He is up under me. We say I love you to each other probably 50 times a day. Like, I could never see a point where we didn't have a relationship. Like, yeah. What? But I also understand that, that those things happen. They do. And I hear people's stories of saying things like that. Like, you know, we were great when we were when I was younger, and then something changed. And we have to understand that we are human beings. Yeah. And we all live different lives you know Mm -hmm. so you never know that when you get older what experiences you are put in and how that can change you and i think sometimes you know people they stray away and maybe they find themselves in bad situations and then that causes anger and that causes other issues in their life and now they are projecting that onto other people in their life and causing and there's so many ways that that can happen and that's why i say like I want to so freely forgive people. It's not always easy, but I want to forgive people because I want to be empathetic and knowing that that person's probably hurting. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I see. I have seen some understandable situations, but I want to see if if we can give advice to because I know we both have children by people who we're not currently in relationships with. And that's Mm kind of one of them situations where you have to deal with that person. Um, And I see a lot of women... And some men struggle mm-hmm. with their with that relationship because yeah. they can be really toxic Me? and. and <laughs> Hell. Yeah. <laughs> you are one of them. I yes, am one of but them, for you sure. know, and that's why I was like, "Can we give advice on this?" Because I don't think me and you got it well, all the way figured we out. We don't have it all the way figured <laughs> out, but I also think that we both make strides in we those, in our situations. So mm-hmm. I think, like, okay, so for me, um, I was with my. Son's father, uh, I'm since well, I met him when I was 16, um, uh, and we were together for about five, five and a half years, give or take. And, um, I, I definitely won't go into details about the situation, but there was a lot of toxicity mm-hmm. in that relationship, um, really from early on, um, but about a year, well, about a couple years into our relationship. Um, I got pregnant, got pregnant when I was 18. And at that point, I was already not feeling the relationship anymore. Like, I was mm. still there, 
but I was just, I was losing attachment during that time, but then I was pregnant, and I'm like, oh my god, mm. like, I, it has to work, it has to that's work. That's where we always and go. my mindset, I was like, there's, like, this is my family. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what, I'm like, this is my family, like, I'm not going to be a single mom. I am not going to raise my kid in a house where his father's not there, like, that was my mindset, there was no um, alternate options mm-hmm. outside of that, so I'm like, it's, whatever we gotta do, it's gotta work. Well, clearly, I mean, we're not together, so it didn't work out. But it took me a while to get there. Because mm-hmm. I went a couple years trying my hardest to be happy in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Trying my hardest to um, forgive over and over and over again. And give passes and give passes and, 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 and make excuses. And it was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't because I am so unhappy. And even though my son is young, there's he will pick up on mom's not happy he will pick up on this relationship that she she and my father are in or is dysfunctional actually in my psychology class my abnormal psychology class because i'm a student (laughs) (laughs) sound really smart (laughs) um in my abnormal psychology class um we talked about uh stress Mm -hmm. and we talked about stress you know individuals families and things like that and how um we oftentimes hear about uh, the issues that kids go through and face when their parents are going through a divorce. Mm. You know, you hear that quite often about, like, how will this affect the kids and how kids are affected with that. And it's true, those things happen. But what I found fascinating is my professor said, um, even though those statistics are true, um, that kids go through a lot of stress and a lot mm. of change and um, a lot of different emotions when their parents get divorced. Um, but what's even more Uh, affecting on a kid is a kid in a household with toxic parents um that that will affect a child much more worse than it would be going through a divorce Mm. having to stay in a family that makes so much sense it makes so much sense but i never really thought about that because you just you don't hear it very often you're always Mm -hmm. hearing about like don't we need to be a family yeah and it's like um you know but but what is healthy? You know, I, and I get that. I get it because I was there. I want to be a family. And I, and you know, still want to get married. And I still, you know, want to have a family structure that God designed. A man, a woman, their children. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen the first time around with my son's father. Mm-hmm. And I had to let that go. Um, but after breaking up, um, it was still a very... Like, we just didn't co-parent well for a very long time. My son yeah. is 15. For a, We just butt heads on so many things because we were going in such different directions in life. He was going in one way and I was going in another mm-hmm. way. So we just had such different perspectives mm-hmm. and we had such different uh, ways of doing things and thinking about things that clashed so much. And because, and, and I, I know that I was at fault sometimes too because I'm very protective, very protective of my child. So if I feel like this is not right, what you're pouring into my kid, whoever you are, mm-hmm. like mama bear comes out. Right, Even right, if you're right, not right. hurting them, like I'm, I am the mother. <laughs> I am going to protect my child from anyone. Um, and, and that's good. But I know there were some times where I was a little extreme and I could have mm-hmm. taken a step back and thought like, let me see your perspective. So I've learned in that, um, but it's 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 hard to co-parent, um, and I and I think it's hard to co-parent because a lot of times there is one or both parties that are still emotionally invested, whether if it's I'm hurt 
or I want to be back with you mm-hmm. that get in the way of just effectively co-parenting. And Man, that was one of the situations like with us. Nine is times that, out of ten with relationships. <laughs> exactly. And it was like, I was ready to co-parent. Let's co-parent. Yes. Let's, it could anything, be so simple. Anything that <laughs> happened in the past is done. Yeah. It's in the past. Whatever. But... You know, and again, not going into depth, but because he was holding on to something, I think that emotions, his emotions got in the way a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And then it would make me angry. <laughs> like, like, stop it. Just stop it. Let's right. just co-parent. Like, that's not, that's not happening. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and that, that was kind of my struggle in regards to co-parenting because it's like, I'm I'm not going to keep him from my child's life. I have no reason. Right. I have no reason to. You can't. So you so have. So I have to be in the life. Well, <laughs> do you feel like you've forgiven him for everything that happened in the past while y'all were together yeah. and the things that currently go on? So I have definitely forgiven him of the past. Does and doesn't say that those sometimes it's like something triggers me and I think of something that mm. it doesn't hurt. It's going to hurt. I mean, I'm like, dang, that I can't believe you did that. Like that really hurt me. Mm. But it doesn't affect me. Like it's like oh that hurt, but it's like I don't I don't feel an emotional attachment to that. Like it's, it's not com- gonna change your whole it's mood. It's not gonna change my mood at all. It's just I'm like dang, I remember when he did that, and that was like really crappy. Right. And but then I just go on about my day. Um, I would say now though, currently, um, it takes a lot more energy for mm-hmm. me to to, and I don't want to say forgive. It's just not to be annoyed, <laughs> I guess. Because nowadays there are still things that go on that I'm like not happy about mm-hmm. but I don't think that there are things that I need to I don't know I never really looked at that they need to be forgiven it's do just you hold like on you, to anger so I don't hold on so much to anger but he knows my buttons so it's not like I'm holding on to right. anger but it's like you know that aggravates me why would you push that button and then I get frustrated and then I'm frustrated for a few days so I guess maybe hold on to anger for a few days where I'm frustrated about situation then I'm just like whatever yeah (laughs) I've been through this for 15 years (laughs) yeah so Mm -hmm. it's it's almost like a norm as well and so it's kind of like you just so I wouldn't describe that as unforgiveness because you've forgiven Mm -hmm. him from everything he did in the past yeah for sure learning how to cope with a difficult person and and the hard thing about that too is 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 like when we get into disagreements from time to time you know he'll say why why do you hate me and it's like i don't hate you but you like i said you're pushing these buttons that you know these are the like we talked about before boundaries these are the boundaries i'm placing boundaries every other day and you (laughs) want to know nikki you know everything All right, my bad. Go ahead. But no, seriously, like these are the boundaries I've set, and you keep crossing them, and that's pushing my buttons, and that aggravates me. So no, I'm not hate. I don't hate you. I'm not even angry at you. You just frustrate me in the moment because I told you whatever I told you, and you're going against it. Mm -hmm. And I just think naturally that frustrates someone. So I think he doesn't always understand that. I think sometimes he thinks that I hold on to things from the past because of how I treat him now. But it's like, no, I just create distance because this is a boundary. We have a child. My boundary is we are not together. We're co-parenting. That's the boundary. If you stay within the boundary, you're cool. Y'all will probably get along great. Exactly. But if you cross it, that is what aggravates me. Man, it's so crazy because I feel like I kind of deal with the same thing in a sense where like my my oldest child's father, Mm -hmm. he has expressed why he doesn't understand why we just can't be cool. And I'm like... (laughs) You can't just disappear for a year mm. and a half and then yeah. pop up and be like, 
hey, what's up? Y'all want to come to my birthday party? Like, no, no, we don't. Um, You know, I I do feel like I have forgiven him for the things that transpired between us. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of hurt and pain. And I didn't realize how much of an impact he had solely on my self-esteem, you know? Yeah. And I was able to forgive him for those things. Especially because he apologized to me mm-hmm. for it. You know, he okay, did come good. out years wow. later and say, hey, like, you know, I just want to tell you I was an idiot for the way I treated you and mm-hmm. everything like that. And so that that made me feel good. It yeah. really took a weight off my shoulder because yeah. I just always felt like insecure, like, dang, what the heck? Why wasn't mm-hmm. I good enough? Like, why? Yeah. You know, but I was able to to overcome that. But I think that there's still some things that that bother me I guess you know because of not because of that like I said I've forgiven that but it's like the in and out you know the inconsistency in my daughter's life that's hard and Mm -hmm. it's very frustrating and it can't and when you're married and then there's a a a baby dad baby mom that can cause other issues too like one issue that my husband has is that like Every time he does pop up and come around, I'm Mm -hmm. always super nice to him because Mm -hmm. it comes from me trying to get this all to work. Like, I'm just trying to find, like, I don't, I can't see myself being like, oh, why are you calling me and we ain't talked to you in three months so he can hang up on me and not call back, you know? It's Mm -hmm. like, and I'm super nice and he just be like, why are you doing, he don't deserve your niceness, your patience, Mm -hmm. your understanding, nothing like that. And I'm just like... You know, so... Sometimes we women try to be that bridge. Mm-hmm. We try to be that bridge, especially when it comes to situations with um, men. <laughs> we oftentimes uh, kind of stroke their ego and do what we can uh, just to, whether if it's a situation like, a, you know, have a child with someone, you want to make sure that they stay around because mm-hmm. you know that if I'm giving you attitude, they might just be like, okay, well, whatever. I'm mm-hmm. not going to call back for another five more months or whatever. And it's like, well, dang, maybe if I'm nice to them, they'll come see their kid and they'll be more involved in their kid. But if I'm giving them attitude, they probably don't want nothing to do. And then we put that on ourselves and it's like, it's really not our problem. Like that's that's an issue with them. and they don't and the consistency still, still don't happen whether yeah. you're nice or not right so. so it's like that's their issue that mm-hmm. they need to work out but un- I understand as women that's what we try to that's do we, we try do, to bridge yeah. the gap and a lot of times we end up being the ones mm-hmm. who you know suffer in all of that yeah and I think that what I struggle with now is like I want to just accept that that this is kind of what it is mm-hmm. but sometimes I think I get triggered by the idea of him which I know is honestly not even if I really think about it I know mm-hmm. it's not real but I just get this idea that he's treating his other kids so well and spending mm-hmm. time with them and giving everything to them and yeah. I think about my kid and I'm like I hope that she's not the only one that he treats differently or yeah. whatever because I think she is one of she's like most of his other kids are biracial you know yeah. what I mean and I just don't want her to feel like, like she is treated the outcast because. yeah yeah mm-hmm. or like she's you know the different or whatever and so you know I, even though I, I don't think that all the other kids are being treated wonderfully yeah, <laughs> either right. but still but still Your like mind that can go there. yeah Your and mind I'm like I don't there. want to think about that I just want to go forward yeah. and do the best that I can to make sure mm-hmm. she lives a happy healthy life because that's all we can do is control ourselves we can't mm-hmm. control people I mean we can set boundaries we can um you know set expectations and let people know what we are willing and not willing to accept Mm -hmm. but we cannot control how people think we can't control how they feel we can't control how they live how they react anything like that yeah so i think it's important for us to remember um you know it's 
what what I can do, how I can think, how I can feel. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you said earlier that there are, you know, some people that you haven't forgiven um, or at least haven't taken the steps in the process to forgive them. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like, and, I, and this is hard because we don't always know, but do you feel like there's anyone who hasn't forgiven you for anything? Mm. I wonder sometimes. Okay. I do have... You know, like I, I brought up one situation mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that I kind of want to reach out and apologize. There's another family member who mm-hmm. I wonder if mm-hmm. they've forgiven me. Sometimes I think they have. Like when we see each other, we seem to be good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The conversation's never been had. You know, just I, I, most of the thing. my offenses are really old because I was like, 18, 19, yeah. and okay. drinking and being crazy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I do have a family member who I feel like I hurt and I've offended, but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. You, mean, you don't know. I mean, yeah. you don't always know. Now, let's say you did know. Let's say you knew for a fact someone hasn't forgiven you on something. Mm. How do you, like, how would that make you feel? Do you think that, and, I, and I, obviously we can only speculate, right. but... Do you think that that would bother you if you reached out to someone to, for forgiveness and they blatantly said, like, no, I don't ever want to see or talk to you again. Like, don't reach out to me. Or like, do you think that would bother you? I think I think it would give me peace, you know. That they didn't forgive you? Yeah, that I know. You know okay, what I mean? That, that I know. know. You okay. know what I mean? Because I, I, I think it would give me peace either way because I know what to, how to go forward okay. now. I think it's more torture not knowing. Okay. For yeah. some reason, yeah, like it's more sense. torture not knowing. But I think if I knew, like, you're, I'm like they're gonna, I would be able to say like they're gonna hate you, okay. No matter what you do, yeah. So you need to just accept the fact that you know you were wrong. Continue to better yourself okay. and make yeah. sure that at least when you did reach out and you apologize, if I apologize and it was genuine and sincere, and you still refuse to mm-hmm. accept it, then I think I'm able to then make peace and say it's okay. I I went out my yeah. way. And I really okay. That's what good. about you? So I struggled a lot, a lot with this um, before um, when someone, you know, didn't forgive me. I felt like I, I'm just, I feel like guilty a lot. <laughs> I, mm. I, I definitely spent years in guilt and shame. And um, when I knew I wasn't going to get forgiveness from someone, it affected me because I, I kept thinking to myself, you, you're right. You, you, you don't deserve forgiveness. You, you're a horrible person. You're a terrible mm. person. Like, again, that's just my mind because mm-hmm. I wasn't always nice to myself. So I was like, yeah, why, why, why would they forgive you? Like, you're a terrible person. You're horrible. Like, you don't deserve forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And then that would trickle into um, me not forgiving myself. Like, I, I'm not going to forgive myself. How dare I forgive myself? Like, you were wrong and you, you know, and for me, like, I truly don't want to hurt people. Like, yeah, of at course. all. Like, it, it hurts me when I hurt people. Whether if I did something, you know, that was a poor decision or it was just a complete mistake, you know, my I never have ill intentions for people. So it hurts me to know that I've caused someone pain. So then I caused myself more pain by, you know, allowing myself to live in guilt and shame and saying, you know, just terrible things about myself. Um, So I struggled with that for a very long time, Mm -hmm. a very long time. But as, again, therapy, (laughs) therapy going through that um, really helped me to open my eyes to, 
you know, you can't control them. Mm-hmm. If they choose to not forgive you, that is their right. Yeah. And you may not like that. And you may really be sorry. And you may have really changed. You may be a different person. You may have learned to never do that again or never say that again. But that doesn't change how that person feels or thinks or what they choose to do with their life. Yeah. And you just have to move on and live your life and not allow anyone to bring you to a place where you are back in guilt and shame um, and bringing yourself down mm-hmm. because of some something you did that was not right. Yeah. And that's their choice. You know, if yeah. they want to... It just speaks to their healing. It, yeah. They're deciding to stay in that place. If they were to go and really truly seek healing and growth, they would understand that mm-hmm. they have to forgive you in yeah. order to, to move on. So if they choose to spend their life in sadness and darkness at a certain point in time, it's not your fault anymore. Yeah. Like you have I, to free yourself from that. Like I know I was the one that probably initiated mm-hmm. the pain, but... I can no longer take, take responsibility. responsibility for that. If, if you, you choose, choose to, to stay be there, there. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like if you, and, and that was the issue I had. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I know that I caused this. Like, I know I'm the one who opened up the door to this pain. And it's still affecting you. So I must be such a terrible person. And because you're in so much pain, I now deserve to be in pain. It's like, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I can't mm. do that. I can't be... Uh, mean to myself and hard on myself and keep myself stagnant and not allow myself to grow and to heal and to mature and allow something that I did that was a bad mistake or something I said or or anything that I did to hurt someone keep me in a place of not healing and not growing because I know what that feels like I know what it feels like to live in darkness Mm -hmm. for years and to suppress it and to hide it and to be depressed I know what that feels it's a it's a horrible feeling Mm. it literally feels like jail so it's like when you're like I'm I'm not gonna do anymore I'm not going to do anymore and therapy was like a godsend for me because I'm like I've prayed I've prayed I've prayed and and I just don't know like it's just I I don't feel like I'm going anywhere like I need something else and it was like I needed that action on top of it mm-hmm. you know I kept praying but now I was going through therapy and I was taking actionable steps to overcome these mm-hmm. things and to learn like it's okay to forgive yourself yeah it's okay yeah. it's okay to say I did something wrong I own it And now I'm going to free myself from that. Yeah. And you made those actual steps. And I think that, too, you can't put the weight on your... We can't put the weight on ourselves to say that I am fully responsible for that person's hurt and pain. Like, I solely opened that door. Because we don't know what else they were dealing with, what they were going through. That's just our way of, like, putting the responsibility on ourselves because Mm -hmm. we have so much guilt about it. But I don't think that we can really truly say, like... I'm the sole reason for another person's entire pain. And I think, I think also in most situations, I would say in, and I'm not like a statistic person, but like 90% of the situations, I don't think you can say one person is the sole cause of everything going on in your life. Now I would, and I, and I say, I can't say a hundred percent because again, you hear those stories of, you know, one of the things that I hear co- common, uh, kids being in horrendous, abusive homes. Yeah. I can see them saying, my mother, my father, my grand, whoever that person was that cared for them. I can see them saying, that was the source of my pain. Because right. as a child, you were formed 
um, your, your whole mind, your whole persona was formed in a toxic atmosphere. And then that trickles on to other aspects of your life as you get older. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand those situations. Uh, maybe even situations where someone's in um, an abusive marriage or an abusive relationship and yeah. they feel stuck and they're constantly being hurt by a person. I can see that. Yeah. But I would say in general, you can't say the whole reason why your life is so horrible is because of one person. One person one situation, who did one action one, yeah. in one period of your life or they said something to you or maybe it was their attitude, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I've talked about having to cut people out of my life um, because of their actions. But I cannot, and, and, and me dealing with anxiety and stress, but I would never, ever, ever put that solely on, like you were the cause of why yeah. I was depressed, stressed, yeah. I had anxiety. No, mm-hmm. I had those things before you came right. into my life. You may have, you may have added brought t- them up a little bit more, <laughs> yes. added a little more to that. Stack some more <laughs> on top of it. But after removing those people out of my life, I had to do some other work too. Yeah, like oh, I can't sure. solely blame somebody. And it's toxic for me to solely blame somebody mm-hmm. for all of the things I well, went too, I think when you blame one person, for everything in your life, you're not taking accountability for your own life. Like, you're not taking accountability yes. of, like, hey, I didn't do the work to heal. Hey, you know, I didn't make the right choices that I needed to make to get myself to this place, but I'm going to put it all on this person so that they can take the blame and I can make yeah. them feel bad because my life's not good. And it's like, no, listen, especially for adults, you're a grown, grown man, people. a grown woman. You cannot keep telling yourself that the reason why your life is like this is because of someone Mm -hmm. like you can make your own decision you can make your own decision and you can choose i'm not gonna do this anymore (sighs) i'm not gonna think like this anymore i'm not gonna allow this person to have control over me or this situation or the thing that was said to me or how i felt at one point in my life have control over every single part of my life yeah i don't know why but it's making me think about that like it's like a meme or a post or something we're like it's oh, so stupid. What is it? But like, they be talking about girls who don't really got no hair. And like... <laughs> they, I don't know what it is. Oh my gosh. So they talk about girls who got like real short, unhealthy hair or whatever. And okay. they be like... Oh, my hair is short because my mom gave me a perm when I was four. And if you like, oh girl, my gosh, listen, you thirty two, like <laughs> it's a year before your hair won't right. grow. Your ends like you can't keep up. No logic Forgive to that. mom for the perm, <laughs> and it and it also like on a deeper level. But it makes me think about like you know I spent some time blaming my upbringing on like my financial struggles. Okay. Like I was never taught how to save money. I was never taught how to manage money. Mm-hmm. I was never taught how to have multiple streams of income. Like, I never knew anything. Like, I knew paycheck to paycheck. Like, I knew mm-hmm. we'll worry about it later. You know what I'm saying? I never learned these things. But how long can I let that be an excuse? How can I let, oh, the reason why my finances aren't well is because I wasn't taught. Okay, well, now learn. Right. Like, you're grown like, now. Like, there's nothing stopping you now but it's yourself. your choice now. You know, yeah. you're not a kid who's helpless anymore. Yeah. You can choose to let those things in your life keep you there and say, well, mm-hmm. this happened to me, so this is my life now. Or you can say... That happened to me. Let me figure out how I can get out of this place. Exactly. That is so true. And I just feel like, one, I feel good talking about forgiveness because I think, like, number one, I've dealt with 
the issues of forgiving myself, forgiving others, and um, I think so many other people do. So I'm mm. glad that we did this episode. And, um, you know, we just want to hear from you guys. Uh, you know that we always have a challenge, or we at least <laughs> try to have a challenge mm-hmm. for every episode. Um, and since we're talking about forgiveness, we want you guys to do um, like a self-evaluation. You know, sit down and think, you know, are there... Is there anyone that you need to forgive, mm-hmm. whether if it's a specific person? You know, maybe it's someone that you know has hurt you in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's yourself. Maybe you haven't forgiven yourself for something that you've done or said um, or even thought. Because sometimes I've had thoughts and I'm like, oh, my God, where did that come from? <laughs> Jesus. You were thinking about, like, somebody, a pastor, like a man of cloth. You, you was never, like, watching a sermon and looking at the pastor and been like. No. Have you? Uh, Who is this pastor? No, I must see this pastor. He must be fine. She was like, Ooh. because she said like uh, she has thoughts. So it's like like if you ever been watching a sermon uh, and you just got no, hot I and definitely heavy. haven't got hot. <laughs> never, <laughs> never have I ever. Neither. Uh, I don't know. About that. <laughs> Right, I'm going to forgive ahead. you for that lie, but uh, <laughs> well, we got to have an off-camera discussion on this one because I need to know. Oh my well, maybe gosh. I don't need to know. Maybe I don't need to watch this pastor. I don't need no temptation in my life. Let me, let me, because I want to say something, but I'm not. Say it. No. no, no say it. I was just going to say, you already, you know the pastor. I, I'll oh. tell you later who he is. Oh my God, no, now. See, now she just made me confess something. Good. No, I'm I just saying That this. never happened, and I don't know. No. We Just cut this I whole thing No, no, it's staying in. I'm not telling y'all who it is neither, obviously, but Darshan, I need to know. cut the podcast off here. <laughs> we not going to say nothing. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, you know, just evaluate. Do you need to forgive someone? Do you need to forgive yourself? And then when you evaluate that, like we said, you know, if it resonates in your heart, you know, let, let's say you've prayed on it or you've thought about it or you've meditated on it mm-hmm. or you went to therapy and talked to someone about it and you feel called, like you just feel it in your heart that you need to reach out and and ask that person for forgiveness or maybe reach out and say, I don't, I don't know how that looks, but reach out and just say, hey, I forgive you. <laughs> I don't know. They might be like, forgive me for what? <laughs> but <laughs> I had somebody do that to me before. She told me she forgave me. And I was like, for what? <laughs> I need to be doing a forgiving, but whatever makes you feel good, honey. So listen, honestly, be prepared. <laughs> if you are wanting to reach out to someone, say that you forgive them. Be prepared. Be they prepared. Might, they might. And, and then be prepared because if you want to go, um, if you want to go and seek forgiveness from someone, be prepared also mm-hmm. um, that it may not be received well. It may not. It may not. You know, and that's why I say, you know, pray on it, meditate on it, think on it, talk it out. Maybe you just need to talk about it in therapy. But if it's on your heart, I really... I really believe if, if something's on your heart, you need to you, you need to explore that more. I agree. Um, but no matter what, um, if you need to forgive yourself, forgive yourself, please. Yes. You are That's literally. That's the biggest part of forgiveness. It's I think. you. You're like no matter what, no matter how many people come in and out of your life, you're always with yourself. Mm-hmm. Always with yourself. From the moment you were born to the moment you die, you're always going to be with yourself. You're There's there no your separating. Thoughts, your heart, everything. So it's like you have to know that if you're going to live this life with yourself, you got to forgive yourself. Yes. You have to. So I really um, just want you guys to do those. We want you to do those evaluations. Um, and we want you to 
explore them and take the next step um, mm-hmm. in your healing process. And when you're ready, when you're ready, and it's going to be a process, it's going to be a process, but take those baby steps. Mm-hmm. Baby steps. So thank y'all so much for listening. This was a great episode. Yes. Definitely gave me a lot to think about. Yes. Um, so <laughs> please share you guys thoughts with us. All mm-hmm. of our social media handles are down below in yes. the, in the description. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you like comment, share, 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 leave us a rate and a review. And that's it. We will see you guys next week. All right. Bye. Bye.